Hello and welcome to the Royal Central podcast from royalcentral.co.uk. I'm Lydia Starbuck, desk editor. I am Monique Blocks, the assistant editor. And I'm Brittany Barger, the deputy editor. And we've got lots of fun things to look at this week. We're going to start, as we have done several times in the past couple of weeks, in Japan. Mm -hmm. All royal roads seem to lead there right now. And the reason we're talking about Japan this week is because there's been another big celebration there, but this time one focused on sport and international sport. We have just had the final of the Rugby World Cup. We're not sounding terribly happy about that here in England because, um, yeah, again, we got to a World Cup final and didn't win anything. But we'll move on. Uh-huh. One day we'll win something again. One we know day. how that feels in the Netherlands. <laughs> you do, you do. You, you, yeah. You, you can you can empathise with us. Yeah. England made it to the final of the Rugby World Cup, which has been held in Japan over the last month. They played um, South Africa. South Africa are the world champions again. And they had a proper royal audience to carry out yes. their victory in front of, including a South African-born princess who was there cheering her home nation again. Yes. Princess Charlene of Monaco was there. Um, she actually tweeted... Uh, posted on Instagram, sorry, um, back for the um, semifinal, a picture of her twins with Prince Albert, Princess Gabrielle, and um, Jacquette. They're holding the little uh, South African flags, so rooting on their mom's home country at the game, which I thought was really cute. And good to see that that their South African heritage and culture and stuff, you know, that they're being raised with both, supporting both, because obviously Monica wasn't in it. So it was good, you know, that they were there to support her country and Albert was too. So I thought it was, it was nice. And those twins are adorable. They really are. And and they, they were there for quite a while, weren't they? Like you said, they, they were there for the semifinal and they obviously stayed for the final. And they were really high-profile supporters of the South African team. Definitely. And then they um, they took time to take the twins to a Japanese school, too, so the kids could interact and, and do things. So I thought that was really nice, too. And they've been there pretty much several weeks because they went originally um, for Emperor Naruhito's enthronement. They've been there quite a while, so they've had a nice little vacation. Like I said, this is really good to see them supporting Charlene's home country and obviously she was a South African athlete so it means a lot to her yeah and she does she organizes or uh, and her name is organized um junior rugby tournaments in Monaco isn't it so it's a sport that she's kind of got an affiliation with she's the patron of of a rugby team there in Monaco so she was very happy Prince oh. may not have been quite so happy the Duke of Sussex flew out to support um, <laughs> The England rugby team, uh, once they made the final, he's been the patron of um, England rugby for a couple of years now, took over from the Queen. But he turned it into a bit of a a mini royal visit as well, didn't he? He did. He undertook one engagement before the beginning of the game and everything. He was expected to see Paralympics athlete, which, you know, goes obviously in line with a lot of them who compete at the Invictus Games. So it was good to see him supporting supporting them while he was there it was and the, but the main focus obviously once the final was up and running was on the Japanese royal family because they are in this brand new era and as you mentioned we've just had the enthronement so we have our new emperor and empress but we also have a new crown prince and he took a very high profile role at this event he was handing out the trophies wasn't he next to next to the legend that is Bill Beaumont only people in <laughs> England will understand why I'm so excited about Bill Beaumont being there <laughs> But the Crown Prince of Japan handed out the trophies. Will Beaumont gave out the medals. The Crown Prince handed over the famous gold trophy at the end. And I thought it was interesting to see him there because I know, Brittany, you wrote an opinion piece for rawcentral.co.uk in the week talking about, is it time 
for the succession to change. At the moment, the emperor's brother is first in line to the throne. So there he was as the crown prince of Japan. The emperor has one daughter. And we've been talking on royalcentral.co.uk about whether it's time to change the succession laws so that she becomes crown princess and then ultimately empress in her own right. So for me, it was quite interesting to see the new crown prince taking such a high profile role and kind of consolidating himself in that position. Well, you know, I'm very firm on my opinion that, you know, the women should have equal rights and everything, succession there in Japan. I don't see it being a change that's going to happen very, you know, in the near future. Well, you know a lot with your history of royal women, you know, with the empresses of Japan in the past. So obviously they've had um, women who have reigned in their own right previously. Yeah, there have been several ones and uh, it's been a a while, I'll bid that for sure. And uh, most will argue that they that these women were usually in place of someone who was a minor, a younger brother or a nephew, and that they usually abdicated to make way for them whenever they were ready. But still, they reigned and you can't just sweep them under the rock like this. It's just they, they proved their worth. So why not try it again with Aiko? It's, exactly. it's time. It's 2019. Exactly. I completely agree with <laughs> A lot of people who were in support, and of course, a few who mm. were not. And I, I've read some polls that also said that the Japanese people were also hugely in support of ICO. So it's it's quite deaf, really, to continue to say that it wouldn't be right for her to ascend the throne in her own right. I think eventually, with you know the polling being so, you know so in favor of female monarch for them, I think the Japanese diet they're going to have to start listening. It was like 70, 70 plus percent. So, And yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think it, it seems wrong for Aiko not to ultimately be named as as heir to her father. Um, mm. And I suppose we're at the beginning of a new era. The emperor um, will start to make his own feelings known as time goes on. So it may be that his influence yeah. on the politicians who are in power at the moment has, has some consequence we'll have to wait and see but now that the crown prince has presented the rugby world cup and charlene and her family and harry are winging their way back royal Mm. focus is going to end up turning away from japan because they have really been in the spotlight for the last month but while we're still talking about them it's been a really successful month for them hasn't it because we've spoken in the past about how the the monarchy there can seem a little old-fashioned and a little detached and it became hugely popular under the emperor's father And they seem to be continuing that. It feels like it's going in the right direction, doesn't it, there? You just have to look at the response the uh, retired emperor and empress got when they entered the uh, stadium. I mean, they even stood back up again to receive an applause, so it was really nice. And uh, they looked really proud and happy as well. Mm -hmm. They seem like they're very humble, you know. Yeah. They seemed very touched by the reaction they got, which... um, made it you know even even sweeter and you know a memorable moment yeah <laughs> she was like come on get up get up <laughs> he, he very much wants to put the attention on his son so I have, a, <laughs> I have a lot of respect for him he always comes across very very well and kind of as you say managing the whole situation as effectively as possible to make sure that his monarchy thrives and survives and his son does the same so japan's had a very very good few months royally speaking but if we move away from there, we come back to Europe, 
things haven't been quite so rosy across the continent. One person who was in the spotlight quite a lot over the summer was the Duchess of Sussex. And she's now in the spotlight again, isn't she, Brittany? With our partners at True Royalty TV, they have a rather interesting take on Meghan's story available for people to watch now. Yes, it is Meghan for president. Obviously, she's an American citizen. I don't know that that actually could happen. <laughs> you know, it's it's an interesting take. They're exploring the impact and the political aspirations of the Duchess of Sussex. And obviously, from her previous life as an actress, we know where her political leanings are. She's not fond of Donald Trump. It's a great program, you know, that explores her life and, you know, and asking, you know, how can Megan's fame and power take her, you know, how far can it take her on the world stage? So it's going to be a really good documentary that everybody should check out. And obviously, Royal Central readers get uh, an exclusive discount, as we've said before. So go to our website and you can click on those links and get that discount. And they're actually, True Royalty is also focusing this month as well on the other monarchies across the world that they focus on, which um, include Brunei, Japan and other things too. So, you know, they don't just focus on the British. They also have, you know, across Asia. So make sure you guys check that out and you can get the discount, like we said, on our website, royalcentra.co.uk. We may have mentioned once or twice on this podcast uh, that all three <laughs> are really quite, quite hopeful and excited that at some point we will be fighting each other to write an article about Stephanie and Guillaume <laughs> expecting a baby. As, as soon as it's yep. announced, the three of us will be, you know, <laughs> typing frantically but there was a really interesting event um happened in the last few days in luxembourg where the hereditary grand duke and duchess weren't present and it's got people thinking there might be a reason behind that yes today they had a mass with a blessing of the tombs of the grand ducal family with the bishops um, of luxembourg they had grand duke henry um prince felix and princess claire uh, as well as Prince Louis, and then Grand Duke Henry's younger brother. I believe the uh, children were also there, Prince Felix's children. Yes, uh, Princess yep. Amelia and Prince Liam were there, and yep. it's amazing to see how much they've grown. They're beautiful. Yeah. I love that Amalia, actually both of them had like little stuffed animals, but especially Amalia, it kind of looks like maybe a bear. He looks, he looks very well loved, didn't he, her? Little, was it like kind of a little dog she had? He looked as if he had spent a lot of time with her. <laughs> beautiful little kids and they were welcomed to the entrance to the crypt um by the archbishop of luxembourg um, and then the mass was followed by a procession to the vault of blessing of the tombs obviously grand duchess maria Theresa couldn't attend she recently had her knee surgery so she's having to kind of stay back because uh, she can't you know she has to heal to walk and everything and then the hereditary grand ducal couple obviously weren't there um, and they do a lot, obviously. And then Prince Sebastian and Princess Alexandra were not there, but they don't really undertake a whole lot of duties. So it's not it's not expected of them to attend things like that. But it's interesting to see Felix and Claire there when, you know, obviously right now, if the hereditary Grand Ducal couple do not have kids, Felix and Claire will one day be the Grand Duke and Grand Duchess, followed by their daughter, Amalia. So, you know, right now they're stepping into that that role, you know, preparing if need be. Would we normally have expected to see Guillaume and Stephanie at an event like this? Because I know, as you said, there's not necessarily the same level of expectation that all members of the Luxembourg royal family will attend all events. But this this is quite a high-profile one, isn't it? And it's, it's the first time mm -hmm. they've celebrated this mass for deceased 
members of the royal family since the passing of Grand Duke Jean in the earlier part of this year. So I, I don't know, I would have expected to see them there. I, I would have too, because yeah. of the passing of the beloved late Grand Duke. So obviously they, they don't have to attend these things. It's voluntary and everything, but um, it was interesting to see that they were absent. And really, you know, because of it being their grandfather who just passed, you know, it's also slightly surprising too that Sebastian and Alexandra, you know, didn't attend just out of the situation. But it was nice to see the members of the family there, you know, paying their respects to their to their loved ones. So we started off by saying it's got people speculating. I have to say, and this may be wishful thinking, Stephanie was looking somewhat radiant when um the Belgian king and queen made their state visit in October and there seemed to be a lot of handbag hovering over her middle. Do you think we <sighs> get the announcement before the end of the year? We call it the announcement because we're all just so obsessed with it happening and, and it may be for, for many different reasons they're not having a family or they're not having a family at the moment. Yes. If, if, they, if they want kids, I truly hope that they are able to have kids and that, you know, that they're waiting the reason they've not had any is just, you know, they're they're just waiting. I, I do hope if they want kids that they're able to have that, as I do with anyone, obviously. Any big royal news, royal babies, royal weddings, anything like that will always be on the site, royalcentral.co.uk, but also on our social media, because we've got we've got quite a lot going on on social media. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have our very own Facebook page. It's also Royal Central. And our Twitter handle is also at Royal Central. So follow us there. And then we also have an Instagram account, and the handle there is royal.central. So make sure you give us a follow on all three accounts to keep up with what's going on in the rural world. Yeah, there will always be plenty on all of those and on the site as well. But uh, we will have another podcast for you as well next week, and you'll find out more details about that on social media as well as on the site. But for this week, we will say thank you very much for listening, and bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, thanks.